Welcome to the 200% Life Podcast with Adam Hergenrother and Caitlin Frotland, where we bring you weekly insights into spiritual growth and business success. Marriage, what a really uh, wonderful and challenging and everything encompassing around dedicating your life to another human being. You know, today is my 15th anniversary for marriage. And as I was writing a card um, to my partner, uh, I wanted to share some thoughts around the kind of 19 years that I've been together with my partner in 15 years of marriage and what that means um, and how you use spirituality, personal growth in the relationships and how that that journey has overcome. You know, for me in the beginning, um, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I fell in love quickly, like a lot of people do in that honeymoon phase. And it was great and it was wonderful. And, you know, we ended up getting married, but, you know, we, we probably got married for a lot of the same reasons why a lot of other people do. It seemed like the next logical step. It was the thing to do. It was, you know, demonstrating our love and support for each other. And we truly meant that, right? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was there. Um, but if I am honest, it was also a, uh, a neat thing. There was, I loved having somebody around Sarah and I complimented each other very well in terms of my strengths and her strengths and, and my weaknesses. And so that was a very easy, um, ordinary way to bring in the, um, things that I wanted kind of set out for me in my life. And we both wanted kids right away, which is another thing that we had. And I was really looking for somebody that also, um, could, uh, help out and and do things that I didn't really want to do. Right, if you just the easiest way to kind of say that. And Sarah's happy to do those different things. And you know, over time, as I as we kind of grew into our relationships, we started having kids. You know, we hit a challenging moment in our relationship where I she wasn't necessarily unhappy. She wasn't really happy with the way her life was, and I think had a part to do with that. It had it wasn't neither of us did anything to hurt each other purposefully. It was just, we were naturally, I was building my career and she was, she felt like she was riding in the coattails of things. And when that first, you know, came about, I was angry at first. I was like, look what I've built and the sacrifices I've made. And, and I never really took into consideration the sacrifices that she made and the energy and effort it took to run the house and to handle all the other things that were going on. And the reality is I had convinced myself that I was doing things that were, um, that were helpful, but only when it was convenient for me. And because I made money, if you will, and I felt I had more power in the relationship to dictate what I wanted from a relationship. And again, it, it only going through that, you can look back at it and realize um, that was a, a major uh, lesson that we learned from that, which is the lesson number one of 15 years of marriage, which is um, don't do things when they're convenient for you, for another person and convince yourself that you've, because you make money or you're the breadwinner, if you will, that you have somehow hierarchy or more power over the situation. There are times where there's going to be sacrifices for both things. And sometimes if there is an individual working um, in a relationship like that, there is sacrifices that do have to be made. But if you're going to do them, don't hold that over anybody, which is essentially what I was doing, right? And I, I realized that I had to burn that bridge. I had to truly release that. I had to let go of that part of me that felt superior because I make, can make money. And it, it, and it took about 18 months for that samskara, for that piece to really be through. And I, to, honestly, to this day, that still shines sometimes. It doesn't grab me, but I can feel it coming up and I quickly release it. But back then I was more Velcroed to it. You're talking about, you know, about eight, nine years ago, I could feel myself Velcroed to those things. And so the first lesson that I, I always like to share uh, is 
don't because specifically a lot of entrepreneurs or leaders or individuals that are out there, um, we we bring more money to the table, if you will, and we still value that almost more. Even though we wouldn't say that, we inherently are acting that way, which then comes across a certain way. So for me, I had to burn that bridge within me. I had to basically release that, which then allowed more space to do the work, which is really um, the kind of my second point in in any relationship that you're in, in partnership, particularly one that's an intimate partnership for you. It's really a place where you come to work together on things. It's not a place to get anything from anybody. I took this philosophy initially into my business and I extrapolated it from business and into our personal relationships, which is not waking up every day looking to get something from your partner, not waking up every day looking to get something from your employees or from your kids. Again, you can extrapolate it to anything you're doing. And what that does is it gets you to see things differently. It gets you to get out of the context of this person's here to serve me. I know you don't say it that way, but that's essentially how a lot of people are going around thinking that, which is why you end up creating and having challenging with relationships. I'm not saying that relationships are always perfect. People have human needs and in, in, in people also go through human experiences and they feel different things. They have different moods and you know, who, sometimes your partner comes home, they don't say hi to you. You know, it's 8.3 other billion people that didn't say hi to you too. They don't, it doesn't bother you. So you can just give space to people. And that's, again, that's this kind of second point, which is relationships are a place where you come to work together. And I don't mean just work together on in terms of like getting your household finances together. Those are wonderful things that you can do. I'm talking about the deep inner work. It's that you get to such a real and raw place that allows you to literally in the middle of a conversation be like, man, my ego just took over. My self-concept took over. It feels so that I want to be right here, but I don't want to be right. That's the realness and authenticity you're looking for in a relationship. And I think if there's not, if there's one to do this with, it's your most intimate ones. And that's the training ground for this. Because you don't want to do is you don't want to treat people that know you the least so they can like you the most. And the people that know you the most like you the least. You want the opposite. You want the people that know you the most to like you the most, which is why you give your full energy to them. And you don't give you leftover energy. You don't, and again, there are, I get it. There are days that are long and you come home and you're maybe not there being real. Hey, you know what? I'm not in the best of moods today. I still love you. I'm just going to go upstairs, whatever it is. That's, that's the realness. That's where you come in the work or, you know, in the middle of it, we teach this in project you, one of the, in relationship parts is in one of the, in the middle of a conversation or an argument or a fight, whatever that looks like for you guys. Um, Sarah and I don't really fight. So it's not really there. Sometimes we just have disagreements of things and, and you can feel this energy building up how you just want to be right so much. And in that moment, can you just stop and hug your partner? That is growth. That is real growth. And by the way, the minute you do that, it goes. Because if you truly love your partner, you unconditionally, I get it that in there you can say, wow, man, this ego really wants to be right. And I really just want to, I just want to give you a hug. That it's the hardest thing, one of the hardest things you'll ever do. That is real spiritual growth. So the cool thing about having a relationship like this, no matter what relationship that you're in or the stage of relationship, you can always use it as this opportunity to grow spiritually, personally, professionally. Because as you start to release these, some scars, if you will, these stored energy events that causing disturbance in the first place, as you work through these things and release these things, by the way, one release with your partner like that, it, you know, the other day I, I, you know, I was sitting there and Sarah was eating a chip and the chip was bothering me. Like the way she was crunching the chip, I was trying to read. She was just eating there and simply eating the chip 15 feet away from me. 
And it was just starting to bother me so much. It was building up and up. And I could feel every part of the voice in my head, the emotion, everything was building up. And finally, I was like, I know this is so ridiculous, but I can't stand the, the way you're eating that chip. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. So I need to go walk outside for a little while. I walked my dog for a little bit and I came back in and she just looked at me like, because we kind of go through that now. And she's like, you better? And I'm like, yep, I am. But that's, that is the work that you can do with your partner. And it takes both of you to be able to do that. But even if you have a partner, people ask a lot, if I don't have a partner that's willing to go through this journey with me, start with you. <laughs> start with you. We have no idea what's going to happen in your relationship. But if you start working on these things to get rid of it, you will have a much better experience. Maybe your partner doesn't. And maybe you you stay together. Maybe you don't. I have no idea. Neither do you. But at least if you're working on yourself, you can bring a new version of you. You can at least enjoy, accept what you're doing and, and use it as an opportunity to work. That's the beauty of relationships is you can do that. So think about the first one, at least in my lesson of this is um, don't just do things when they're convenient for you and don't bring a superiority over power because you happen to make money in a relationship. It's not the way to approach these different things. It's not. It's not the way at all. And again, that's all ego. It's all ego. It's all self-concept because of how our world values money, by the way. And so we value that as well, too. And the second component of this is use the relationship to grow. And I'm trying to give you some real examples of these things, but that's the beauty of being able to do that is you give people the space. Now, are you going to be perfect at it? Absolutely not. Are you still going to get you know, disgruntled and say something? Absolutely. But how fast can you get back? How fast can you go, you know what? I lost it there. I became unconscious. My ego took over. I apologize. That's, that's not how I want to be. Next time you see that, I'm really going to work on on making this. I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm really going to work on, on giving a little bit more space so I don't react in this way. That is beautiful, by the way. That is a relationship you can come into and that continues to grow. You know, 15 years in a relationship is all about the crystal, the clear crystal, because at 15 years, you know somebody so well. So sure, you can, you can use that as a way to manipulation or you can use that as a way of just starting to learn even more about people. Because I think in most relationships and the conversations that I've had personally with people is they still don't, they still aren't sharing deeper thoughts and feelings and ideas with their partner. In fact, I, there's a lot of people that have worked for me who have shared way more with me than they ever share with their partner. And that's not wrong. That's not right. It's just, they get to a point where they, they don't feel like they can share those things. And just talking about it is one thing differently. But where, wouldn't you love to be in such an authentic relationship where you can share things and you can, you can be authentic? I don't mean you an asshole. I hate when people use the word, I'm just being authentic. I'm just being real. Well, no, you're just being an asshole. That's, that's totally different. So just that is part of a relationship. That's what you want to focus on is you use this as a way for you to grow personally, spiritually, and for your partner to grow spiritually. And guess what? Anybody else that's around you is going to feel the depth of your relationships. And each day it can get deeper and deeper and deeper. So be the crystal glass, right? Be the crystal, the clear crystal that keeps getting clearer. You keep getting deeper with your partner. And as you do that, and as you go on this adventure, you'll start to realize that there's a place in there that you can let go of anything. And therefore you don't end up fighting with your partner. And you end up with, and no matter what you're doing, you could just be sitting at home. You don't need the vacations anymore. You don't need you know, certain material things. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have them. You don't, it doesn't mean you don't enjoy those things, but you just don't need them the same way. You don't need a certain amount of income to fuel your life anymore because you're already fueled from inside in the relationship you're building. It doesn't mean you let go of that. It doesn't mean you don't make whatever amount of money that you're making. It doesn't mean any of that. 
It just means there's not a dependency for that to happen. Therefore, the anxiousness and stress starts to fade away. And as that fades away, it gives you more space to do the deeper work, which is why we're all here anyways. So enjoy your relationship, whether you're in one, whether you're not in one. These are things you can always work on. And again, in 15 years of our marriage, there's two big lessons that I've learned um, from being in marriage. And, and you know, in the next 15 years, if we're there, I, I probably have a third or fourth. Uh, but right now, those are the two main things that I've learned and I wanted to share them with you. And hopefully this helps in any relationship that you are currently in.